<laughs> Hello. Hi. Hello. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Flawless. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> this is the Naked Ladies um, podcast. Killing it. <laughs> <It's> usual. <laughs> and tonight we have Kristen from Maine. Oh, Jamie from Kentucky. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Kat from Ontario. <laughs> I missed a week and I forgot how to pod, you guys. <laughs> Get back into it. Right. Amber's, Amber's supposed to be joining us, but we think she fell asleep. It happens. I'm so happens. tired all the time. I know, me too. <laughs> and I'm not even pregnant, so it's I can't imagine. Oh, oh yeah, me neither. I remember no. just like sleeping all the time, like whenever I could. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For like four minutes, you know. Yeah. Like yep. if I could shut my eyes, I just would. <laughs> Ah, well, what? What? Oh, I was just—I was going to tell a napping story, but it's okay. okay, Tell it. (laughs) We want to hear it. (laughs) When I was pregnant, Mike used to play this Metal Gear Solid, and I would fall asleep to him playing it on the couch, like all fat and pregnant, and it was so lovely. And I asked him if he could play it again, just so I could have a good nap. I'm like, do you think, do you, think I, you could just play it again so I could lay on the couch and nap? It's like, no. I was like, damn it. No. <laughs> he won't do that for you. No, he won't let yeah. me nap. Oh, man. He's like, no, the graphics aren't even good anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, tonight we're going to talk about synchronicities and coincidences. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've already yes. we've already had them. We already have. Yeah, it's so freaking yep. weird. <laughs> <laughs> weird. Well, this I was thinking about this. Uh, I don't know during the week because last week I was like looking for a book and I was like trying to figure out. I was looking online for this book for a book. Yeah, uh, like I and I can't even remember what the book was, but I kept feeling like I wanted to look up a book by um, Mary Ellen Guiley, who is a paranormal researcher. And mm-hmm. all week I was like, just oh, sorry, Rosemary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me get her name right. Rosemary. Um. Obviously, I'm tired. Okay, Rosemary <laughs> Ellen Kiley. That's her name. So anyways, I was looking. I was, like, looking, and I couldn't find the book I was looking for. But, like, every day I'd, like, go online and, like, try a different combination of words for the title. And, and I was looking up the right name and everything. And it was, like, really kind of bothering me because I was looking for this book that I felt like I remembered hearing about. Mm-hmm. And so she, she did lots of books on, like, cryptids and stuff like that. And so... Uh, on Friday, just a few days ago, I was listening to a podcast, and the podcaster said that he was mourning the death 
of a frequent guest on the show, Rosemary Ellen Guiley. Oh, weird. Yeah. (laughs) What are the chances? Right? (laughs) So, I'll help you find your book, though. No. No, no. (laughs) I got, after I heard that, I was like so freaked out by the, by the synchronicity that I like couldn't even, I was like, well, why? What's the point of this? You know? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't even do anything. And then um, a few weeks ago, I was looking at Facebook ads um, for, like, I don't know, a, an ad for a camp had, like, popped up on my, on my stream because I must have thought about, like, camping or something. <laughs> and it was this, like, little you know, like little tiny building on the edge of a river or something. And it was in this place called um, Columbia, Maine. And that is where a friend of mine from college grew up. And I had written to her a few weeks earlier and asked her to write a recommendation for me for my grad school application. And right as I was like clicking on the link for the camp in Columbia, Maine, she messaged me and said that she had just finished my recommendation and was going to send it over. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So it's been a weird couple weeks. There have been a lot of weird things. But I don't know if because I feel like when you start to notice things, you notice them more, you know, when you notice like the weird stuff. So Mm -hmm. it's like when you get a new car and then you see that car everywhere. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, it's so true. <laughs> yeah. And so um Yeah, so then another weird synchronicity <laughs> as we were talking about this this week we were talking about looking up synchronicities. Um I started listening to last week's Mysterious Universe and it was all about synchronicities. happening. So, Kat, do you want to, you said you wanted to talk about the difference between a a synchronicity and a coincidence? Yeah. So, uh, striking occurrences of two or more events at one time. So, they both are the same thing, except a coincidence is perceived as chance or luck, and synchronicity implies deeper intelligence. Like Mm. that there's a deeper power at work. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you, have you guys noticed any synchronicities? I have. I don't. I don't know if Jamie would notice this um, from working in in the restaurant industry. But one thing I always noticed, although I don't know if it's, a, I I think it might be a synchronicity, is you'll have the same type of customer come in for the same like like the day so like you could have all different types of things going on and then all of a sudden it's thursday and you'll have like a say a salmon dish that never ever 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 sells and then all of a sudden on this one particular thursday every third person that comes in orders that salmon yeah have you ever noticed that and it's yeah, not like, like people trying to will order like it. the same the same weird thing like yeah a bunch like I sold a bunch of mushrooms in a day that usually people don't <laughs> they're they're deep fried you guys <laughs> oh okay 
I thought they were the good guys. <laughs> I should probably get get tipped more if uh... <laughs> his salad was just like a giant bowl of magic mushrooms. Right. That's why he was so mad. Maybe try not to be a dick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, that's weird about the restaurant industry. Yeah, like it's very, and it, but it doesn't happen like every day. It'll just be like all of a sudden this one day. Yeah, I feel like I notice there. synchronicities all the time, um, but I cannot think of a single one right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I got zero I, examples from my own life to give well, you. Well, <laughs> little things like I'll have I have certain friends that usually when I think about them they call me or vice versa, you know? Right, yeah. Or text you or whatever it is. And it used to happen more, it was more when I would see them frequently, like every day. Then I'd be like, you know, doing something. I'd be like thinking of that person as I'm like, I don't know, cutting in pepper or something like that. And then all of a sudden my phone would ring (laughs) just at a random time. And it would just be like, I just felt like I had to talk to you or something like that. Hmm. So do you think if I just think donuts a bunch, like at JT, he would bring me donuts home? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yes, actually. Like he's going to pick up on my donuts vibe? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. There's this book that, I was, that I've been reading. Um, it's called Synchronicity, The Art of the Coincidence, and it's by a guy named Dr. Kirby Surprise. Dude, is this like Donald <laughs> Trump's book? <laughs> no. <laughs> Same the, format, right? Synchronicities, the art of <laughs> <laughs> the art of. He's, he's whatever you said. I you said whatever you said. I heard art of the deal. <laughs> the art of the deal. Synchronicity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you make well, a deal with the universe and get uh, like <laughs> weird coincidences. Of. I mean, not really, but kind of. So he... Ooh, there's a cop car outside my house. <laughs> it's chasing a guy. motorcycle. <laughs> They're chasing a motorcycle. Oh, oh. People always speed down our road. Ha <laughs> Fuck you, motorcycle. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kirby Surprise is a psychologist, I think. Um, but he had a client... Um, who had paranoid delusions. <clears throat> and this was after Kirby, Dr. Kirby, had decided he was going to start studying this because he wanted to see if there was a way that people could, like, better their lives through, you know, like, finding the synchronicities around them. And so he said he had paranoid delusions. He was sure he was being followed by undercover, undercover government agents all the time. He uh-huh. said he saw them watching him everywhere. He had no idea why they were so interested in him, but he was sure he was being watched. In a session one afternoon, he was telling me all about it. I tried to convince him nobody was watching him, that there was nothing to be afraid of. I asked him to come to the window overlooking the street. I challenged him to point out the people who were watching him. Right at that moment, a car drove by with two men in it. Both stared directly at the window we were looking out of as the car slowly passed. You see, my client exclaimed, there they are right there. And so he says that he doesn't know what those two men were really doing, but he says because his client 
had a delusion of being followed, the the synchronicities that came from it were real because it was like being viewed through his lens, you know? So like the idea that what you see is kind of what you create or what you see, what mirrors back to you in the world. So right. That's an interesting way to think about it. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, isn't that like the basic premise of the secret? I think so. But I think this is like a little less like you will get stuff. Right. Yeah. And more like maybe if you notice things around you, you can, you know. Guys, it sounds super staticky. Is that just me? I don't know yeah, if it's my mic. Am I like all staticky? If, I think it I, It sounds like it might be you. Yeah. I'm going to unplug my thing and plug it back in. Yeah. Okay. Does that feel better? Did, did you it, guys it like feels, that? It feels nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Could, okay, good. Did you do it again? <laughs> <laughs> Unplugging my thingy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing with the thingy. <laughs> so, yeah, I um uh but anyway, like the secret is, you know, you have to like focus on things and then the universe just like delivers it to you because it's like the energy that you put out or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. And so this is like the same principle, I guess, where Yeah. I guess if you uh I don't know, have a positive outlook, then positive synchronicities happen. Yeah, I think that's what he's saying. Mm. Because it kind of mirrors back whatever is happening within you. Right, and so then if you have paranoid delusions, then it's going to mirror whatever (laughs) those delusions are at you. Are they following me? And then all of a sudden, two dudes drive by and stare right at you like Agent Smith's (laughs) from... They do that thing where they like point at both their eyes with two fingers and point at you. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, they are. Yeah. So there's like no question. <laughs> I am watching you. <laughs> they have like a sign. <laughs> yes. Oh, or they us. have like giant surveillance equipment, you know, like the. <laughs> Oh, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I wish that I had read more of Kirby's book because um, it's super interesting when he's, oh, 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 there's a really good one that, how do I get back to my bookmarks? These like (laughs) digital books are so confusing. Ah, Um, okay. I had locked off a thing um okay so he talks about how he he's walking in seaside oregon with his daughter and she's an artist and she um illustrates books i think and he was talking with her about uh the magical symbols that were created in some artwork like in Lord of the Rings and Star Trek and some different stuff like that. And so he told her the story about 
the artwork uh, from these different shows was seems to be based on the Key of Solomon, which is like a a, a magical book, and um, <clears throat> it was created in the fifteenth century. And there was this whole story about how like different symbols had to be created, including the the one for mercury and it's supposed to enhance mental faculties and communication used to summon spirits and had to be made of a particular metal at a particular time. And he couldn't really remember. And he was like, Oh man, I wish I had my, the, my copy of the book with me so I could show you. And then later when he arrived back at the hotel and he was having dinner with his wife, she said that she had been shopping and she handed him a little plastic bag and she had gone into a little store that sold Celtic jewelry. She bought him a present and inside the bag was a small pewter pendant and it had a really beautiful design on it. Um, and the card said it was a magical design for writers and poets. You know, his daughter like illustrates books and its magical function was to make thoughts flow into the written word effortlessly. And so he like was like, Oh, this was like a weird synchronicity. And he like popped it in his pocket as he was thinking about the discussion with his daughter that afternoon, he took the pendant out and was looking at it again. And then he looked at, um, the, the, uh, back of it. And there was this really intricate design that was the seal of the planet Mercury from the Key of Solomon. Just what he had been talking about earlier with his daughter. Right. Oh, so right, like yeah. his wife was like <laughs> his wife was pulled into it from somewhere else. Right. What the crap? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so then you think like maybe do the um you know so if you share a connection with someone and you know them really well, then are like, was this, was this a thing where he got her to make the necklace or like the universe made it so that he got that necklace, you know, and then mm -hmm. kind of arrange things. And what's the point? <laughs> what's the point right. beyond pointing out the synchronicity? <laughs> For what purpose? Like, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's cool. He got to it's prove like, to his daughter he was right. <laughs> and what greater gift is there than being right? <laughs> true. That is true. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah it's so like I'm... we're playing a video game that we like can almost influence things around us, but we don't know how to play. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like me playing Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> right. <laughs> and all you've managed to accomplish so far is like beating up hookers in the park. Um, all I ever do is steal buses and then park them in the middle of the freeway so that traffic gets backed up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and then one time I took like a giant like earth mover and I drove over a bunch of traffic. All right. Yeah, I'm not yeah, I never, I never played those games. <laughs> It's, like, infuriating to everyone around me when I play. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe I, maybe I am, like, really fucking with someone else's universe when I'm doing that. Who knows? Oh, yeah. 
sure. somewhere in LA, Jax Taylor is stuck in traffic. Because well, of me. good. <laughs> good. It's my life's purpose. Yeah, there's trash. <laughs> I mean, people can't help it if they're like a complete sociopath, right? Like, you can't do right. anything for that, right? Yeah. Right. He's horrible. All you, all you can do is teach him how to like pretend <laughs> to be like a functioning <laughs> member of society. <laughs> Normal. Because I'm sure there's plenty of sociopathic people who can like fake it and have relationships with people and stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're yeah. fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you just don't love anyone. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't experience real emotion. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's cool. <laughs> so did you guys find any more examples of synchronicities? Um, yeah, I have uh-huh. looked up a few different stories uh, that were that I thought were kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of the stuff was just like, uh, you know, very small occurrences, you know? Yeah. It's like, this is not going to be good radio, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't that the thing with synchronicities, though? You'll be like, um, you know, like, I don't know, something stupid. Like, oh, I need some glue for this project. And then you'll walk around the corner and an ad for glue will be on TV. Yeah. Right. And you're like, okay, great. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh my God, I just said thanks, that. Like, <laughs> thanks for uh, reinforcing the need glue. Would have been helpful if you had some glue here. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. Yeah. I have one. Yeah. Like a pretty decent one. Oh, good. Yeah. It's um. It's a girl named Laura Buxton. And in 2001 of June, it's actually not a girl. It's two girls named Laura Buxton. So Laura, one, was from (laughs) Blurton, Staffordshire. So she was at her grandfather's birthday party. And he encouraged her to tie... um... (laughs) This makes me laugh every time I say it out loud. Tie (laughs) her address and her name... To a balloon. You want to get murdered? Because <laughs> right? that's why you get game. <laughs> I mean, I say that, but then I use the internet and I let Google know like fucking everything about me. So yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much putting a balloon in the air with like all of my information on it. That. <laughs> they probably know my blood type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you've ever yeah. been to the doctor. Yeah. So yeah, balloon, now safest way to <laughs> transfer information. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> with her name or address and asking the person who finds it to write her back. Oh, that's kind of cute. It is, yeah. <laughs> so then... <laughs> So the person that ended up finding it um, was a man that lived 140 miles away. So it was in his hedge. So he grabbed it, and the name on it was Laura Buxton. His neighbor's name was Laura Buxton. She was a 10-year-old girl. So after the confusion of giving the balloon back to the girl, the parents being a little 
weirded out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, the second Laura Buxton wrote the first one. And they started to, to correspond back and forth. And then eventually the parents let them meet each other. But the coincidences and it, it just didn't end there. So when they finally met each other, um, they were both unusually tall for their age. So they're about, I think it was, they were both 10 and they were over four feet tall. Um, they had red, brown pigtails and blue eyes. They both had black labs that were three years old. They both had gray rabbits and guinea pigs. The day they met, they both wore pink sweater and jeans. And they Weird. Didn't talk before then. Um, yeah, and it's 13 years later and they're still friends. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like those stories about, like, you know, twins that are separated. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, wear the same clothes and, you know. Yeah. Are all exactly yeah. alike. Yeah. So weird. It's neat like that. So crazy. So you guys think they're they're yeah. separated at birth? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was Probably. like, uh they're both Laura Buxton. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't tell them apart anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the family was so hesitant for them to meet. <laughs> the hospital, everyone who's born on like June 25th, they're Laura Buxton. And the 26th is like Amy Atkinson. All the babies. Sorry, boys. <laughs> I'm just picturing a nurse just handing out newborns, being like, and here's your Laura Buxton. Here's your floor <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet, though. And they were both... They were friends after that. Yeah. yeah. Whatever happened so what happens if you just tell people your address? Yeah, see? <laughs> you can find your new best friend. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, the... Like, the number neighbor thing? Yeah, I've no. seen people are doing. <laughs> I saw a really funny one. Right. It's but... like where you text the number that's like one digit off from yours, higher or lower, you know? Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, for the most part, people are like, please don't text me. But yeah, that's what I imagine. Like, that's the modern day tie in your address to a balloon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like <laughs> trying to start a text conversation with some <laughs> random. <laughs> <laughs> we threw um, bottles off the back of the ferry when I was <laughs> in kindergarten with our names. Seriously? Address. Yeah. <laughs> like as a class? As a class, we all did it. They were like, let's pollute the ocean further. It was. <laughs> There's not enough there yet. It was 1985. One of, ours, one of ours got taken all the way to Florida and some person like contacted whoever. 
Oh, that's like cool. They got a letter from Florida. Yeah, but it's bad. It's like really bad. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Hindsight kind of dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a fun, kids. Let's do a fun littering project. Right. Right. <laughs> you take this hand. You take this. Uh, go, this plastic grocery bag. Write your name on it. Throw it in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take this plastic grocery bag and we're all going to go outside and strangle some birds. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Not putting your name on it. We'll just kill the environment. <laughs> this was at the same time. So they were, they were having us write our names. Kindergartners. Write our names, addresses, and phone numbers in bottles. In, in oh my god, and phone paper, number. Put it in <laughs> a bottle. Numbers. With you, I think we even wrote a little letter that said like, "Hi, I'm Kristen. I'm five. I <laughs> <laughs> my parents yeah. work till six. <laughs> <laughs> Here is my school I'm schedule. <laughs> <laughs> and the spare yeah. key under the mat. You know what? <laughs> It was a it was a Catholic it was a Catholic school, so those nuns were trying to make us all get taken. <laughs> 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 yeah, they loaded us all on the ferry and they were like, Hey, let's throw these out. I remember throwing it off the back of the ferry. And then and then but at the same time we were having like lessons in school about why not to litter, so Right. <laughs> We're just a generation of hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh it's like your culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, Maine or uh or millennials? I don't know. If I'm, I don't even know. <sighs> I don't know. I think that we're like right on the edge. Like Yeah. I think it's like eighty, eighty one, eighty two, depending on who you ask. So Yeah. We have two. We're millennials. Or the Zennial, right? Yeah. We're millennials and Zennials. Yeah. I don't know. I was born born in 1988. I'm a Leo. You're one of us. Like, what I got. I want your address and phone number. Let us all know. (laughs) A a list of my fears. My fears are being left alone to nap for long periods of time. Chocolate, My fears are, you know, chips, people giving me money for no reason. Massages. Um, <laughs> oh my god, I'm yes. I'm so scared of having millions of dollars. <laughs> if someone paid off my debts, that would be terrible. <laughs> oh, you just gave me chills. <laughs> <laughs> man we wonder why so many kids got abducted in the 80s we were all giving our address to <laughs> yeah, the world right. yeah our location at all times well i mean now it's just like i do that for for my nsa agent yeah <laughs> you're the only one for me baby <laughs> NSA can know where I am, but no one else. <laughs> Unless I check in and say where I am, because I love doing this. Right? I'm pretty sure Google knows where I am at all times. Yeah. My Plus, I've been playing Pokemon Go, so I've just been, like, 
using my GPS constantly. Oh, yeah. My thermostat knows when we come and go wherever we are. Like, it has geofencing. Yeah. So oh, wow. When you, when you come, it, it's learning. Like, it takes a little while, I guess. But it will get to the point where when we're coming home, it will adjust the temperature to whoever's coming home first. Ooh. Which is wow. awesome and fancy. However, it's freaking freaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the house is tracking me at all times. <laughs> it's like, where's that bitch now? <laughs> <laughs> the furnace is like, Ugh, it's going to make us work again. <laughs> Please stand by while we deal with some probably avoidable technical difficulties. In the meantime, enjoy these ads from our sponsors. Thanks. Love you. So what else? What All right. So I've got a little story here. Okay. We want to hear it. All right. In 1883, uh, Henry Ziegland broke off a relationship to his longtime girlfriend, and she killed herself. So his ex-girlfriend's brother devoted his life to hunting Ziegland down and murdering him. So he shoots Ziegland and then shoots himself, but he only grazed Ziegland, uh, and his, the bullet just grazed his face and lodged itself in a tree. And then years later, Ziegland cut down that tree, but it was too big for him to use... Uh, like his tools on it, so he blew it up with dynamite, and the bullet flew out and shot him in the head. What? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Right. <laughs> it was like <laughs> a delayed reaction gun. <laughs> How did it shoot out of the tree? Because he used dynamite to blow up the tree trunk because it was too oh, thick. Oh, I missed that part. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're good. <laughs> I zoned out for a second. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he used dynamite and then, uh, you know, shot himself in the head with a tree. Yeah, that's a good one. And then there's the Mark Twain was born on uh, the day of the appearance of Halley's Comet and then died the day that it returned. Wow. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's 1835 and 1909. I'm not going to math, but however many years that is. That's a good amount. <laughs> yeah. Those are some years. For Those sure. are some years right there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's cool. That is. All right. All right. One more. Okay. Okay. All right, 1918, bolt of lightning strikes the battlefield of Flanders, knocking uh, British Major <laughs> Flanders. <laughs> Stupid, sexy Flanders. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, knocking Major Summerford off of his horse and paralyzing him from the waist down. Uh, six years later, he's retired fishing alongside a river, and another bolt of lightning struck a tree nearby, and then the tree landed on him, and he was injured again. Two years later, he's finally recovered from his injuries and could walk, and he took a stroll in a park where he was struck again by a lightning bolt and permanently paralyzed. 
And then he died. And then he died two years later. And then four years later, a lightning bolt struck the cemetery where he was buried and destroyed one tombstone. No. Summer. (laughs) (laughs) After the second time, you know that everyone was like, we're not walking outside with you. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he's fishing alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Right? That's (laughs) (laughs) like what'd you do dude (laughs) i know even after he was dead right even after he's dead someone is still pissed (laughs) (laughs) oh like what was that guy that guy from mortal kombat i don't know you guys know raiden raiden oh yes yeah. <laughs> uh, it was what's-his-face, and I can't remember his name right now. God, it's going to bother me so much. He was in the Highlander? Ah, oh, whatever. Um, yeah, the... Christopher... Meh. Reeves. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only Christopher I know. <laughs> maybe, maybe his name was not Christopher, but I don't know. No, I don't remember. it wasn't. He... he... He was a. He was found in the closet, right? With the hang. What? Didn't he like kill, hang himself? Didn't he do that? That. Uh, um. I know who he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, am I thinking of somebody else? Hold on. <laughs> Did you say the Highlander? I'm just. I'm just gonna look it up. Was he in Highlander? I'm going to look up Lord Raiden. <laughs> Christopher Lambert? Christopher Lambert! It was Christopher oh, Lambert. No. He didn't kill himself. No. You were thinking no. of uh, David Carradine. That's his name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was and, and he didn't kill himself. Remember, it was supposed to be like... It, the idea was floated that it was autoerotic asphyxiation, but then who? Right. Uh, Randy Quaid said that it was the yes. the Star Whackers. Remember? The star Whackers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we believe that you, Randy. Was, that was that. We, that was one of those weird, weird um, suicides where, like, it didn't seem physically possible that he could have mm-hmm. done it himself. Right. 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 Because there was, and I saw thing. a blind item about David Spade saying that his sister was murdered. Oh, <gasps> we knew it. We said it first, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> David Spade, we scooped you. <laughs> what did he say? Um, I think that he just like you know said something about it not being a suicide. Oh, very. But obviously, weird. he didn't like say it. You know. It was a blind item, so, you know. Yeah, no. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, because if he implied that it's a murder, like, it's either got to be his brother, who was her husband, or someone else, right? Mm-hmm. So. But, yeah, I'm sure it's all about, you know, them diddling kids anyway, so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's all coming out now anyway. Right. Yeah gross 
Right. <laughs> Made myself mm-hmm. sad. I know. <laughs> That's not what we're about. <laughs> what else? There was the Kennedy and Lincoln synchronicity, right? Right. I'm I'm literally looking at that right now. Weird. Are you I guys on have... Are you guys on the ghostdiaries.com? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's where like my that's list is. Place I would go. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Tell us about it. Okay, so both presidents were elected to Congress in '46. Both presidents were elected to presidency presidency in '60. Lincoln and Kennedy each have seven letters. Both were particularly concerned with civil rights. Both wives lost a child while living in the White House. Both presidents were shot on a Friday. Both were shot in the head. Lincoln's secretary, Kennedy, warned him not to go to the theater. Kennedy's secretary, Lincoln, warned him not to go to Dallas. (gasps) Both were assassinated by Southerners. Both were succeeded by Southerners. Both successors were named Johnson. Both successors were born in 08. Both assassins, John Wilkes Booth and Lee Harvey Oswald, were born in 39. Both assassins were known by their three names. Each assassin's name is composed of 15 letters. Booth ran from the theater and was caught in a warehouse. Oswald ran from a warehouse and was caught in the theater. Booth and Oswald were assassinated before their trials. Weird. I didn't know that Booth was assassinated before his trial. I didn't know that either. Whoa. Okay, Mm -hmm. so this kind of fits in because last night (laughs) I was was doing very serious research and I was watching UFOs and the Unexplained. Which is sure. actually freaking awesome. If you love UFOs, it's a great show. Because it's like going into all the... It's like one episode for like, what do the presidents know about UFOs? And like it's one episode about what is the government keeping for secret tech? And You know, it's like, it's a whole episode of like a giant conspiracy theory, which is super fun. <laughs> so they're talking and I'm not really paying attention. And all of a sudden they start talking about... Um, <clears throat> Alan Dulles, who I talked about last week in connection with Mary Pinchot Myers' murder. Remember, right. Alan Dulles was the head of the CIA at the time? Yes. And James Jesus Angleton, who was her husband's friend and helped, you know, like took her boys out and ended up like, you know, Tapping her phone and all this stuff, really doing horrible <laughs> stuff. And who's who was she having an affair with? Kennedy. Right. Right. Uh. Right. She was having an affair with Kennedy. She was supposed to be giving him all kinds of drugs and <laughs> right. like whispering into his ear to stop a you know nuclear war with Cuba. And then so I wrote like I was like half asleep. I picked up my phone and I wrote these notes and then I wrote, she was Kennedy's lover! Exclamation mark. And then I wrote, all in caps, what the (laughs) actual fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) 
Because I had just stumbled onto the Mary Pinchot Meyer thing, like, randomly last week when I was looking up weird deaths, you know, unexplained deaths. And then this week we've been talking about synchronicities and everything. And then, you know, all of a sudden these, you know, shady characters from when she was murdered. And this was at the time. And, of course, they were talking about Kennedy. And then they're, you know, brought into the into the mix. It was just so weird. Because that's yeah. the other thing about yeah. like, when you have, like, a synchronicity or, like, something happens connected to other stuff. You're just, like, you get, like, a feeling that it's weird, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think it's, like, you know, like, I always get a little bit excited, I think. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I like it. <laughs> yeah. I like it, too. I was really like it woke me. It woke me right up. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> "This is breaking news!" Like, oh my god! <laughs> well, you should have seen my face when they said because, like Alan Dulles, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah Alan Dulles." Then they said James Jesus Angleton, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay. Oh. Oh, so much pressure. That's, that's so a much lot of pressure. pressure. <laughs> like, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> One of you. Yeah. <clears throat> Tell a story. <laughs> well, those were my stories, guys. <laughs> the, yeah. I, I think I screenshotted nothing. a few, but I didn't like them that much. <clears throat> Let me look at them real quick. You know how you go through some some terrible stories first? Yeah. Yeah, I found a cool one about this King Umberto. But then when I fact-checked it, um, there was no proof that it actually happened. So, oh. yeah, I scratched that one off. Dude, I've literally never fact-checked one single thing. <laughs> you know, the only reason I started actually fact checking is because I, I, I lied. I told a yeah. big fat lie. Yeah. <laughs> like, now I feel bad. Right. <laughs> Spreading gross misinformation around. <laughs> oh, but here's here's one I found in 1981. A pediatrician saved the life of a 3.2 pound premature baby boy. By working around the clock to stabilize him. And then in 2011, that pediatrician was pinned inside a burning vehicle after a collision. But he was saved by a paramedic who was that premature baby that he saved 30 years earlier. (gasps) Oh, was he still a baby? Yeah. Oh, that's a nice one. Yeah. Had they had any contact before that? It doesn't say. Um, I don't think so. I wow. mean, I was, I, apparently they live in the same town, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that, though. That's nice. Yeah. Wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's really wholesome. But also, like, <laughs> would he have died, you know, if he didn't save that kid? Yeah. Right. And who is he going to save now is the big question. 
Right. Like, if this <laughs> how is his life going to be affected if he doesn't, yeah. you know? That was Sam right. Beckett in that giant baby. <laughs> <laughs> he let back through time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, know it, I know that it's a 30-year-old man, but I'm just picturing it as a giant baby. Just I like pictured him as still a tiny little baby, like toddling <laughs> on his tiny baby feet and like cutting him out of a vehicle. You know? <laughs> Cuckoo Gaga. <laughs> oh man, I'm so tired. <laughs> oh. oh, I love that story. Now he's got to, you know, do something great. More... Right, good sentence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do something great again. Right. <laughs> Is this what... <laughs> Am I working at, like, Donald Trump's mental capacity at this point? You really are. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm as smart as the president, everybody. <laughs> right? You just need to inject like 70% more bigotry. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. I don't want to. Right. <laughs> I think we could even go money. higher. Even a yeah. higher percentage than 70%. I know. I think especially lately. We could go closer to like 95 probably with the other 5% just being him like backpedaling so that he doesn't face so much backlash. <laughs> you realize that someday when you know, like in ten years, when there's like when society has fallen <laughs> because we're right. embroiled in perpetual civil war, and the aliens mm-hmm. come out the out of the sky and Earth, <laughs> yeah. Then someone will find these recordings and be like, "This was society." <laughs> <laughs> this was American and Canadian society. <laughs> we're gonna inform the future that's what we're all about yep yeah fact-based reporting (laughs) (laughs) semi semi (laughs) fact-based do you guys have any more stories uh No. no i wish i screenshotted i had like um a list of them but I didn't, I didn't screenshot them. Yeah. I and it's like it. once you start like searching and you go like through all these pages and you're never ever going to find it again. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying Unless to use the same words. you're meant no. to. Right. Yeah. Unless you think about it for a week and come back to it. <laughs> come back to it next week when we don't care anymore. <laughs> 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 no, or new topic, we? next. <laughs> <laughs> this was good. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know why, but I don't know why I was pushed to be like, guys, let's do synchronicities this week. Yeah. <laughs> I keep seeing articles about like how to make synchronicities happen. No kidding. I feel like we should look into that. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's make them happen. I think that Kirby Surprise has some some ideas in his book. Right, maybe, yeah. Ask but I've got to read it. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to read, like, past the first chapter. 
It's super good, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> this first chapter is riveting. Because he's going back into, like, young, like, Carl Jung studied synchronicities. And so mm-hmm. he talks about how his, how Jung's paradigm is right and wrong and all that stuff. That he couldn't really say what he wanted to say or he didn't know how to say it. He was afraid that he'd right. be regarded as being crazy. Yeah. So... You know, and and do you want to tell people that they can control the out, you know, that they can kind of control the forces in their lives because that will they listen to authority and all that bullshit. <clears throat> so, but it's a super good book. If I finish it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which I want to read it, but, you know, I've been working and actually like work working. So that's hard. Yeah. Because then I get home and then I'm like, I'm tired, man. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to read anything else. I'm reading all day. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm trying to say is thanks for talking about synchronicities with me. <laughs> oh, no, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is really fun, guys. Maybe Amber can get her shit together someday. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> I've had enough of this baby. Oh my gosh. And it's only just begun. I know. Not even, no, not <laughs> not even, even out yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, stop messing up our lives, baby. Yep. <laughs> this shit, baby. <laughs> we, we should all make video messages for that baby to to watch when he turns right. 18 <laughs> right. yes. I'll be like I have a secret I love you baby <laughs> isn't that the best secret that baby that baby will be like oh for all my life i felt hated (laughs) (laughs) turns out they loved me all (laughs) we don't hate the baby just stop making amber puke so much yeah (laughs) for real (laughs) all right well i guess we should call it a night all right. This is fun, guys. For oh, wow. sure. All right. So, usual thing. You can find us on Twitter at Naked Pod. You can find us on Facebook. We have a website, NakedLadiesPodcast.com, where we have links to our Patreon page and to any t-shirts if you want a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they're, I mean, they're awesome designs because they're done by Cat's man. Mike, oh. <laughs> it's just a, it's a little weird to think that someone might ever buy a t-shirt that would have our faces, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what makes me laugh. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. But <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> it's going to happen. Someday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and please, uh, like, Share our podcast with your friends and only leave positive reviews. We don't want negative <laughs> reviews. <laughs> right. Talking to a certain lawyer in San Diego. 
<laughs> yeah, and if you're negative, that negative synchronicity is going to follow you around, you know? know? That's right. Well, if you're negative, we're just, we're NSA, thinking about you. Our yeah. NSA agents are going to come get you. Yeah. <laughs> They're heavily invested in our lives. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone's NSA agents were just like slapping each other. Yeah. Like if, someone, if someone was cheating and then they like go over to like the cheaties. Right. The cheaties, and they're like, you get away from blah, blah, blah's husband. Right. <laughs> what is your subject thinking? <laughs> oh my God. I love it. <laughs> so this uh yeah jamie take it away yeah so join us next week and we'll talk about some more shit Woohoo! yeah <laughs> all right great job guys <laughs> as usual all right yes. yeah all right bye all right. bye, bye. bye. <laughs>